Hello, this is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been, yeah. This is the Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. Here with me, Kev Dylan Lee Cabman, and our special guest today is Steve Heath. Heathcock. Heathcock, that's got right. It. <laughs> you know me, stage fright. But what we've, what he's done, hey, we're going to talk about his life and why he did the song. But today he's done a song, what's the name of it, bro? England Together. England Together. England Together, yeah. And it's a song for the Euros. Um, and the money that it's going to get raised, half is going to go towards the NHS. And the other half is going to go to Frank Bruno's foundation. And in my recollection... I believe Fran Bruno was one of the earliest sports people to talk about mental health. Absolutely. I mean, uh, this is why it's great we got Frank involved because, you know, he's had mental health issues himself, hasn't he? Bipolar, different things. Uh, but he's recovered, hasn't he? He's, got, he's had good people around him. And you know, he spoke about it like you guys, you know. And I think we, with a mental illness, it's not we can get over, we learn different mechanisms. Yeah. To work with it, you know, the, and I think what he did, and how the media treated poor Frank, because he was doing pantomime, and the whole country loved him. And then when it was very poorly, and he was asking for help, they still badgered him, and I think that still haunts him to this day. Well, he was a national treasure. I mean, that's why I approached Frank in the first place as well, because everybody at one point did love Frank Bruno. You say about pantomimes, he was on, you know, every like Wogan, mm. every show you. Switched on, he was on, and uh, and he's got like a lovable personality, hasn't he? something and, about him, warm. And considering he was this big monster of a man, he was a monster in the ring, but he was such a gentle joint outside, and Absolutely, that's what like we loved him. He exactly comes across as a real pushyhead, and he's like lovely, you know, somebody you can relate to as well, you know. And later on in the show, we're going to be showing you the song, and once again, listen to it here, but please go out and buy it. You know, me and Liam go out and you know, let's get Steve to the top. You're already 30, uh, top 30. Yeah. Top 30 on the Spotify shoot music. Yeah, we've some good uh, acts there. Rag and bone, man. People are there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, well, embrace, I was saying about you. World at your feet. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was a great song anyway. But we're all... <laughs> but Sorry, Embrace. Uh, no, sorry, Embrace. Yeah, yeah. But there are some... Three Lines is my favourite song. That's yeah. that's number one. And obviously, you've been to lose up there and... Uh, what else is up there? World in Motion. They're the top three. Obviously, they they are the best England songs. I've, you know, this song is good, but I've done it for different reasons. Obviously, for the Euros, not to be the best song, but so people can donate. Yeah. But also support England. I mean, the video's a laugh. I mean, if you play the video, it's funny. Yeah. You got a Boris Johnson looking like in there, rolling over, <laughs> acting a fool. Uh, you know, and we just we had a laugh on the day with the video as well. So you don't want to be taken too serious with the video and the songs. Isn't that what the black country's about? Let's not take it too exactly. serious. Have a laugh and a joke. And, Absolutely. Uh, like, but let's you know. let's do something good while we're doing that as well and raise a bit of money. Absolutely, like you know, do it for the right reasons, but have fun with it. You know, could people get too wrapped up in, you know, why we should do this and why we should do that? Just do it, and then hopefully other things follow. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's my mindset anyway. With it, you know. Because you're saying off camera, like, because single by trade, and like you, like so many other performers, it's been a bloody tough 18 months, hasn't it? With kids it has. Absolutely. This is part of the reason, you know, it was basically a lockdown song. This is what we're talk talking to the presser and you guys about today. It was actually recorded last November. There's no gigs, and I was suffering a bit myself then, a bit more 
mental issues, you know, because no money coming in, tough times, isn't it? So, therefore, I got creative and decided to recruit local musicians. I knew a bloke who got a studio, Rob Lloyd, and I just said, can we do something? I said, I've got this song. And we, but we had to record everything at home. I mean, Rob come to me, had a mask on, and I was <laughs> like singing in the laptop. I mean, the, and we mixed the song as best we can, but obviously if it was in a proper studio, it would have been mixed a lot better. But, you know, people got to have a look at that. It's a lockdown song, and that's what that's what it is, but it's quite good. I suppose this, sorry, I suppose that helped your mental health as well, because when, you, when you're not working, you're sitting there, you're not doing anything. You know, you, you've got to find something to occupy your time, haven't you? Well, I was basically pulling me out, literally, because, you know, that was my only income. You know, we had to go on to Universal Credit. Again, I'm not too ashamed, you know, we had to go on Universal Credit for a few months just to get out. But I was thinking when are the gigs going to come back? Because if you remember, we had lockdown after lockdown. Mm. I mean, we had, I think I started gigging again in April. And then they were shooting in more September. Then we started again. And then November, when I did the song, that's when I was started gigging again. Stopped again. Just and, we, and, and they've just come back. Oh, sorry. And, they've, and they've just come back there, weren't they? Well, and that's the thing. And like, yeah. It's been a year of uncertainty, me having the gym. And you seem to have a green light. You're going, we're going to get back to normal. And then it's taken away. And I think every time it was taken away, exactly. it got harder. It did. Well, I put four stone in the lockdown. I mean, you guys look like... <laughs> oh, I have as well, probably. I mean, the first lockdown, I got myself really fit. I mean, just running and, you know, stripping all the carbs. And because I used to train myself years ago. I mean, I ain't got much now, but I used to have decent arms. I mean, just train. But obviously in the lockdown, just eating. I mean, I don't drink, but I like my cakes, my biscuits <laughs> and, you know. But we've talked about, Manisha, the first lockdown, yeah, the weather's like it is now, but we all consciously made sure we went out for a walk. We did exercise, we did... What was that bloke who was doing the thing? Um, Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks. Oh, yes. He was good, wasn't he? Tyson Fury was doing one. Yeah. But then every lockdown had come on, it was, I can't be honest. Exactly. And, then, and then you're eating more, you're drinking more, whatever your voice is, yeah. you pulled it on, didn't you? Definitely. My, my wife was food, you know. And obviously, all, the second lockdown, all, you know, exercising, just eating. Mm. Comfort eating, basically. And it's, yeah. You know. Yeah. But I'm hoping now the gigs are coming back. I mean, uh, I was out last week. I'm out this week. And then I say I'm out now. More or less to the end of the year. And touch wood, it and it does, you know, they're talking about this Indian variant now, for God forbid, like, you know. I mean, that, that's the thing. This gov I mean, I don't want to do politics on here, but this government is saying one thing. We're getting, you know, miscommunication. Then We don't even know what's happening on the 21st, do we? No. Exactly. So, uh, I think yeah. what the press, politics, social media has done, done a great job of frightening people. But what, exactly. It's very easy to frighten. If you go in that door, there's a big rock wall in the put your face off. So you're frightened of going in there. What it is very difficult to do is to put you back at ease. And we've had 18 months of being frightened. And I think if it was like chicken pox, if you could see it on someone's yeah, face, before, you know. but we, we've been frightened to go and see our own moms and nans. Okay. You've been frightened to do anything. And that made a fear whether you admit it or not, it's living in our head. It is, yeah. And if I do this, will I kill my mum? Will I? And, and then... Exactly, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Okay, well, I, can... I mean, I only know one person who's had it. I don't know if you guys have actually... I know one person, one of my friends who had it, and I met him when we were talking about walks. We was having a walk. He said, don't come too close. I've had the, you know, the stuff. I think you it's know. a it's a balance, isn't it? I mean, we we had um, we had Glenn on here who was... Um... It was a, I can't remember his official title, but he's basically he's a nurse at Russell's Hospital and he was going into a bit more detail of what it was like in the hospital. Yeah. And you can kind of see, in some sense, why they brought that fear in, because they were of getting course. swamped, they were getting overloaded. But I think, me personally, I think we're at a point now where we've got to go, 
okay, let's cautiously get on with this now. Let's set this up. Let's get on with it. Because people like yourself have not been able to work. People in the airline industry, exercise industry, holiday yeah. injuries. Um, yeah, it, it's hit so many. But it's that, it's that fear, isn't it? It is fear. And, Definitely fear. And it's that, that fear that lives inside you. I'm thinking like with my daughter, and it's, do I send her to school? Because you're thinking, well, and it's that constant thing of, am I doing the right thing? Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and I remember talking to an old girl, and she was saying this was worse than the Blitz. She went, because in the Blitz, you knew who the baddies were, you knew who the enemy was, but you were encouraged to go and sit with your neighbour. I'll pop around Shirley's for a cup of coffee. I'll go and have a point with Darren. Mm. But in this one, we've been on our own, and that's about it twice as bad. Yeah, we look over. You've all got partners. I've got partner. You've got partner, yeah. and you've got partner. So that's helped. Yeah. I mean, over the people on their own. Most of the neighbours are now. I'm on their own, yeah. and obviously look over everybody. I don't know about now, but the, all these different roles of six river. But now people were having over him. So I mean, I was lucky. I got a good woman. I said it was Sharon, and she worked in uh, Russell's home. So does it? Yeah, and that, you know, when the first thing is, she was actually working. She had to actually retire now, and knees knackered, but she was there the first. So and and she said there was a fear, running running through the hospital. You know, and obviously they, they had the full mask and the gowns and the scrubs, yeah. and it was frightening for them. Yeah, you know? I, can I think I think the first lockdown was different in that because because my my youngest disabled and I took her out to school yeah. two weeks early because if if she was to get it, it'd have been devastating. Yeah. But now we're coming to this, we know more about what's going on, we know more about how it behaves. That 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 fear for me is not there now. That you know, and you probably just jabs. I mean, well, I've, that's I've, it, I've, yeah. had, I've had one. I've had one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe she's had a two. But I mean, you know, I'm living with it as well now. I've got used to, and when you go out mixing as well, it's, it's, it's a bit weird, as Kev said, like, you know, mm. people don't want to come to because it's a bit standoffish, isn't they? Well, I remember the first you know. time that I went out, because I, I was literally, my wife was working upstairs, I had the baby, we hadn't seen mum and dad, we hadn't done nothing. Yeah. And my first day out, I'm as brave as they come. And I, I went out and I was, I had social anxiety. So I've never had, I've never liked Nigel, yeah. but I've had like too many crowds. But yeah. I was, hang on, is he getting too close? Does he know? Is he, and I've never been like that. And imagine if, an old dear or someone who hasn't been eight in ages who's always gone shopping every day. They've had the bob there. And then all of a sudden, go and get the bread is scary. And once you've got out the habit, the longer you leave it, harder it is it to is, face yeah. them demons. Well, I can feel people moving away even yeah, now. I yeah. mean, we live by the co-op. I don't feel people are moving away now. You've mm. got the masks on in yeah. the shops and that. So there's still an element of fear. Yeah, yeah. But I think, as Lee rightly said, we've got to get to that stage. Nobody wants deaths. No. Nobody wants anybody to die. No. You know, God forbid. The nurses have done a fantastic job, I've got to say, as well. Yeah. Walking Which up. is why you're raising, yeah, yeah, raising yeah, one yeah, of those charities as well. The reason for the NHS as well. And for the nurses, because we had Dr. Singh on, we had Glenn on, uh, and we were saying, and we had um, Tough Enough to Care, our brothers, I was said, there's going to be a massive, well, if it's next year, five years, ten years, there'll be a massive thing of PTSD for these nurses, especially you, actually, 19-year-old lad or 19-year-old girl, he's come straight from uni, and then he's gone on the OC, you know, on okay. that board, and it, they're going to have a massive thing of PTSD, like the soldiers coming back from wherever. Yeah. Because they, a soldier almost knows what he's going for, but these people who've gone in, and, and, our, and our teachers and everything, all these people who work at the shops, people have been so brave, but them nurses and porters and cleaners. Yeah. Cool. Seen, so this, hopefully, money will trickle down so the nurses, doctors, porters, cleaners, whoever... Get help mentally as well. They need help, definitely. Mm. Like you know, but how about all this, this clapping business as well? I think they should have just had a rise, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know yeah. I mean, I don't I think anyone's going to argue with that, are they? Know, I mean, I, everybody points out clapping, but yeah, uh, you know, 
one percent was it Roy? Right? Like, oh, exactly. It's an insult, really, isn't it? These soldiers, and they am these are heroes, you know, they're not running around in masks and capes, these are heroes, and some of them wouldn't even go back. They'd stay in caravans because they couldn't go back with the elderly mom or it's you know like, it's it's crazy, it's just crazy times, isn't it? Hopefully I'm gonna come out of these times. This is what I'm hoping you reckon they come out of these Yeah, times. yeah, I think we're we're you know. definitely with this vaccine on that on that. I mean, path. I feel better than I'm out singing. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, November was with, I did one a couple of weeks ago, uh, the first one, mm -hmm. because uh, I meant to do one outside, they do outside ones when it was rained off. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be back. It's, it's good for your mind. You've got to, if you got jobs, you know, and a man needs to work. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's the old school element. I was brought up with my grandparents. Yeah. A man is the master of the, I don't want to be sexist, don't, but your man has to be, to feel a man. You know what I'm saying? Well, By working, you feel more of a man. Bringing away John. Well, I see this. I went when we first stopped because I, I run a boxing gym. I'm volunteer here, do this. And then I went to becoming a daddy. And there's nothing wrong with being a say and down daddy. It's the best job in the world. But I lost my place. I'd gone from Kev the boxer. Yeah. Kev, and then it's and a lot of us from Liverpool. You're right, Bert. My name's Kev. What do you do for a living? And when they took away our identity, that's when people were struggling because they had no purpose to do anything and, and, and oh, I, yeah. I honestly believe just why the aggression come out because i'm not providing but i'm still a man i'm still throwing my hands i'm still a fighter and yeah. if he needs to have his teeth knocked so we were using aggression to cover up our insecurities we yeah. lost our place in society and that i'm not just this i am a man but a lot of time we take away our identity we lose ourselves does that make sense it makes absolutely sense i mean because if you say go to a party or you go to a pub you know, say for hair singing and just socialising, what yeah. do you do for a living? Yeah. Everybody else, what you do? Yeah. You know, and say for all singing, what, I don't know, what, what am I? You know, you've got to have a place, and you? You don't purpose. go, are you a nice bloke? Are you kind? <laughs> exactly. You don't do that. Exactly you right. know, it's uh, what you, know. you do. Exactly. That's the first thing you say, isn't it? especially strangers, you know, what you do, you know, because it's nice. At least one thing in England we have got is to be on the conversation, you yeah. know, yeah. and that's great, you know. I saw that never noise. You know. I mean, me, me and Kev have talked about this before, and and during these lockdowns, if you've never had mental health prior to these lockdowns, you certainly experienced some of it during it. If you did have uh, ill mental health before the lockdowns, then you've gone into lockdowns, it's like throwing... He's throwing uh, yeah, gas on a fire, isn't he? Well, did you suffer before the lockdowns? Well, I did. I did. Well, I was before. I was saying about, I don't know if it was off air or what, about bad women, you know. Mm. So uh, I was on Slatterprim, you know, for a few years. But I'm with a good woman now. I was in a bad place. And one place, one time, I wouldn't want to go out, you know, what Kevin was speaking about. But uh, just meeting Shannon, I've got out of that, you know. I mean, being a singer as well, you've got to be social. You've got to be out there, you know, entertainment and all that. But at one point, I'm all going out now. I was in a bad, real bad place. But um, I think tablets, they mask it a bit, don't they? I mean, I'm not running tablets down. If you need them, take them. Yeah. But for me, that was more, more or less dunking me out. And I was like sleepy all the time, sluggish. Yeah, we, we've uh, mentioned that before many times yeah. on the, but you've got to find what works for you yeah. and the medicine that works for you. And some people, that'll be taking that tablet in the morning to get to get them right yeah. and get them going. Definitely calming down, though, like, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, sometimes I'm a bit edgy, so I just like, take the edge off. Yeah. Take the edge off the day because I don't drink. So obviously that was like, brought me down a bit, you know. To give you a bit of relaxed Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, they did work, and, but obviously I've been off and uh, I've been with Shannon four years and I'm like four years now. Yeah. But who knows? You never, you can never say it's like if you're an alcoholic, you never say you never have a relapse. Mm. But I'm hoping, you know, I've got myself together because I don't drink and I'm off the tablets. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm in a good place. But you never say never. 
because tomorrow could be a different day, couldn't it? But if you hadn't met Sharon, and then all this had happened, you lost your singing, you were locked in the in the digs. Exactly. If, if this happened, I probably would go have a relapse. You know, having a good woman, uh, you know, every man needs a good woman. You know, Percy Sledge. <laughs> it's right. You do need. Uh, a, every, good partner, a good partner, a yeah. partner in crime, isn't That's it? Definitely like it. We can bounce off each other, like you know. And we never, I don't know about you guys, but I never row with my wife. I don't row with her, but she rows with me. <laughs> 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 no, she's with my good partner. No, we don't, we don't row. Like, uh, it's good as placid. Yeah. And I mean, my natural personality is placid, even though I'm an entertainer. I'm quite placid at home. So I think we just spark off each other, yin and yang, if you want. Yeah. And it works. That's where you're going to find opposites attract. Yeah, yeah. You just know when the jigsaw's right, don't you? Of course, yeah. And sometimes, like, with relationships, and I've been in the world where you take a little miss right now for a little miss right, and you you excuse the bad behaviour, you try to fix it. And I, I, it's like, I, I naturally used to go with broken people, so I would try and fix them. But some people are happy being a victim. And before you know, I was I'm, trying I'm, my best. I'm hearing what he's saying, yeah, definitely. I tried to help them. And before you know, I was the victim. Because she was happy in that situation, and it was just poisoning me to try and change it. Yeah, I've been there. I've been, I'm singing from the same MC. You know, you got toxic relationships where everything you say is misdirected or misconstrued, and uh, you know, yeah, and then volatile. You've yeah. had volatile women that want to actually physically fight you, and I, I can't be doing that because I'm too placid. You know, we were saying that as well. Like sometimes, um, we're going to get to one of you talk about domestic abuse, but it's. If a man hits a woman, it's instantly wrong. And it is wrong. It we, is shouldn't really, be, yeah. should, we shouldn't be eating each other full stop. But if a woman hits a man, I've, I've heard it of people, I won't say names, yeah. the missus hits him with an ashtray, he's found the old bill, he's covered in blood, and then they'll arrest him because he must have done something to get the woman in that state. And it's crazy, it's it, true. It's true like it, the it? victim should be the victim. Absolutely. It's not like he's a man or a woman or whatever. He's 20 stone, she's six stone. Yeah. If he, if whoever has done it is in the wrong. Of course, yeah. No, I'm with you 100%. Whether it be man, woman or whatever. But, uh, you know, the police always seem to take the woman's side, don't they? Whether she's in the wrong or not, you know. And I heard of one of my couple mates. It was only the other year ago. I can't remember what year. Could have been five, could have mm -hmm. been. But the protocol was, if it's happening, you arrest the man. Even if yeah. she's... Eat him with a stiletto, you arrest the man. It's crackers, and it's, it's true, though. It is. Bring the man out of it. Yeah. Bring the man out. Bring him away. But hopefully, as times have changed, you're not fast enough, but hopefully, by having these conversations, because not talking too much about domestic abuse on it, but there isn't enough to support the man. And it, we all expect women to be princesses, and there's a lot of oil in both genders. So we've mm. got to start seeing both genders. Of course, yeah. As the perpetrator and the victim. Absolutely, I agree 100%. See, we're brought up uh, in society to believe that, you know, girls and women are princesses. Mm. But uh, I've only met one, that's Shadow. I ain't met no more. <laughs> you know, but maybe I've had bad luck, you know, like playing cards. I've had a bad hand, you know. You know, just uh, bad women, you know. But Shannon's great. She don't drink. She's, you know, teetotal like me. And she's got me off the slatter cram, which is good. Because you know yourself, that can become addictive, can't it? Yeah. You know, you've got to have your fix. Yeah. You know, and that for me, the tablet was, uh, it took a few years to get off them completely, though. You know what I mean? It would just, you know, cold turkey, just stop them. It's, you know, wean them out, start with a day, two days, three days, and eventually you stop taking them. And what's know? for a slatter? I haven't heard of that one. Uh, well, I'm not, 
Right. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I haven't heard of it. Mate. Oh, sorry, yeah. Or if you don't mind saying no, it. it's just for depression. It just depression. Wants, yeah, just so for I've been on sertraline. Yeah. Is it a similar thing to sertraline? Uh, I don't know all the tablets. No, no. <laughs> it's just a tiny little tablet. I yeah. mean, maybe I should have googled it before I come out. Maybe. <laughs> 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 I probably didn't expect to get out. No, 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 well, well, I don't know about that question, but I mean, I know what I was going to talk about. You know, mental problems. You know, with the mental health and that. But I was on Salatiprem. Anybody who was on Salatiprem would know what it's for. It basically just calms you down and brings you down and. Does make it a bit sleepy, like you know, but it makes you sluggish. But it does calm your mood. It takes the edge off because I don't drink, so that took the edge off. So, oh, sorry, yeah. while we're on that, we've had a comment off of Steve Hansel. Um, I'll read it out. Okay, uh, it's not really a question, just a comment on there. But he says, Without my medication, I hate to think where I'd be. I agree that there used to be fast and more time should be sent finding the right medication for whatever somebody is going through. For me, I was on some that. Some that was causing things to be worse. Now I'm on the right ones. They can really help keep me balancing, balanced while I learn to cope. While I learn coping skills and I need to move forward. That's good. Well, Actually, we, can, we, can we ask about the Shalai Prime if anybody does know? If yeah, if watching. anyone's out there yeah, yeah. that knows <laughs> more than us three, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had Mike Wood, MP for Dudley's Act. And he, he said, and he nailed it on the head. He said, just there's different things. We might need a painkiller because I broke my hand, so I need something yeah. to help my man. But then I also need the physio. I need the cast. We need we need actions as well as tablets. Of course, yeah. And I think when we rely too much on just take these, take these, take these. Right. And as you said, I've been on some and... Those are giving me a lot smart, is that? But yeah. I had therapy as well. I had counselling therapy as well. Have you ever, have you ever oh, I've had hypnotherapy, yeah. counselling, hypnotherapy. Yeah. Yeah. The Kev's done it all. He yeah. sticks them all over there. <laughs> no, but I had the therapy as well at the same time. So that helped as well. And you could talk to, talk to people, like, you know. Because I always think, how is it cheaper to give someone a smarty than it is to talk to them? Exactly, yeah. And I think more, like we do a support group here every Wednesday, me, Lee, and we get the guys up here. Feel free to call seven till nine. And especially we we found a loophole we're tough enough to care where we could have 15 people in the room and it was like the pub without the drink and that sounded terrible to me 12 months ago but it was nice getting out my house sitting with other blokes and chewing the fat no 100 because sometimes you know i love women to bits but your men's company sometimes yeah you know if you're talking about football or anything yeah. you know that you can't have with a woman you know we i mean the great thing about the support group for me is that there's there's someone in there who's going through or experiencing something very similar to yourself mm -hmm. or other people within that group so it means you're bouncing off each other you're giving each other ideas of how you can help your own mental health um and we're not professionals yeah. we're just blokes talking we're not professional we don't sure. you know I we might, don't know the internet it's all free yeah. it's all free we yeah. even provide because obviously I've, I've had a bit of you know and it's just nice to get out the house and maybe talk to somebody That's else it. about you know, and we said like i love my wife and i can tell you love your missus yeah. and Sometimes I love right. women and God's green earth. However, sometimes she's the oldest person to talk to. You go, I'm in a bad place. I go, is it me? Is it me? I've suffered after. And you're going, hang on, babe. I'm, I'm just having a wobble. So when I come up here and have a rattle to Lee, or we could just go, I'm having a bit of a wobble. You know, it's nothing in particular. I'm just having a funk. Or sometimes I've had the end of the world. But I bet you know now, I mean, I know because I've had depression as well. And do you know sometimes you're having a bad day and say, well, I'm going to deal with it today? Yeah. You, you get to that stage oh, now. Oh, man. I sometimes, mean, you know. sometimes when I'm having a proper wobble, I can't get off the settee. I can't be yeah. going up the wooden, you know, going up the stairs. It's like climbing Mount Everest or brushing my teeth. And it's that. But now I've got my baby, my little Jazzy Jeffels. I have to try to be brave and get up for no, her no, no, and then no. get her to school. But like, through lockdown, when I was having one of my panic attacks, when I was having 
it was so odd because I was having a wobble. Kate was out upstairs and I didn't want to show her that daddy was pooping because normally I could, she goes to school, I could lie on the settee and just mm. dressing gown on and you know what I mean? And that, that's what it's really tough when you, you're trying to be so brave and you're still feeling very poorly. I admire you, mind the way you talk so candid and open about it, but I've been there, like, you know, yeah. it's, it's mm. difficult, isn't it? But so, no, really I, said, I mean, you're right. Really you're, that, you're right, Kevin. I think as you get older as well, you also learn that there's an end in sight. Mm. So we might not feel it on that day, but as you get older, you go, you know what, I've been, I've been in this situation before. It's not great today. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to have a rest. And hopefully today, tomorrow's the day I'll come out of it and it's better. But that's why I, I, I've been to interference counsellors and I can't stress that enough how good it is. I, I've been to some bad ones. I've been to some fantastic ones. But don't give up in boxing if you don't like the way I'm teaching you. There's other coaches. Don't give up on something just because that one person you've been to. That makes sense, yeah. And that's the same with counselling. You go and sometimes you gel with them. But it's helped me talk so openly. And it's, it's helped me more than anything else has and it doesn't take it's not weak to to accept it to ask for help it takes courage to ask for it it takes just as much if not more to accept the help and I'm you can't sure go to a, you can't go to a counselor and go this is all nonsense it's not you've got to go and go sir what can we do to get me better hmm. yeah so you've got to go without more don't you well yeah, you would yeah. with a broken yeah. leg you'd yeah. go in there and you'd explain that you broke you think you broke your leg they do the right practices then to get your leg fit Fixed and the same as mental health, you know, you've got to go in there willing to want that thing fixed, yeah. Um, and that takes well, you seem talking. in a good place now, okay. Well, you both do, I, but you know, you I, seem like you know, you could talk and you know, you're very open about things. And a lot, I appreciate both of you, you know, you both come across. Well, this is what we, this is what we started, Steve. There's four of us, and the other two just having a bit of a rest. Yeah. But we've all got different backgrounds and knowledge, yeah. and, and it's Chewing the fat, if you're not from the black country, chewing the fat means having a chat and, and about whatever. And I'm proud, I'm proud enough to say, if I don't know what you're on about, I'd say, excuse me, can, can you explain it to me? Yeah, just don't, have, don't yeah. ask about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many times we, in life, yeah. we don't know the answer, but we feel too frustrated for our answer. Let me put my hand up for you. So if you've ever got a question, type it in. And they'll read it out and I'll ask it for Terribly, you Terribly, but I'll read it. Well, it's not being in school, you know, when you're about five or six, you yeah. must put your hand up, you know, when you're going to senior school. Yeah. You know, unless you're like a show off. Yeah. How many kids put their hand up? Mm. And they should like that in life, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've worked you with know. some very, very clever men who use very, very clever words. But unless you're a very, very clever man who understands very, very mm -hmm. clever words, you ain't got a bloody clue what they're on about. So we've got to talk to the people how to understand. Can't be black country, can't be black country. That's what I think, black country blood. <laughs> that is, that's why I wanted you to come on, because you are ordinary people and a lot of that. You're ordinary people talking about mental health, domestic violence, whatever it is. Yeah. And you're doing a grand job, I've got to say. Well, you. Keep, keep you up. I mean, I say, sorry on censor, I was in awe. I said to Shannon, these guys are doing an amazing job. So you should be very proud of yourselves, really. Well, we've well got... and everybody was in, involved. I think there's more of you, aren't there? I yeah, there's the other two, uh, Aaron and Craig. Yeah. God bless them. You know. But we've also got uh, before we play your song, if you want to be setting that up, Lou, boy, uh, ready, mate. I'm ready to go. No, lots of shows. We've uh, from the 17th of June, we are going to be having our own show on Black Country Radio Extra, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. I don't you lot worrying, we're still going to be doing this every Tuesday. But there is an app that you can click on once we've got all the knowledge about that. Not you, yet, Kev. You can, you, can, <laughs> you can click on it and you can join us. So please support us. You know, who'd have thought four basically strangers would be having our own radio show. 
So please Fantastic. tune in. And we've got some great guests lined up yeah. for that as well. Um, some country riders, yeah, big yeah. thing. Well, I didn't know that. So that's, yeah. that's another coup for you. Know? It's good. Yeah. Really good. I'll listen to that myself. My country riders, is good. So ready? So once again, listen to this song and go and download it on Spotify. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Can we say anything about Frank on that before? You we? can say anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Because obviously uh, the song was recorded in lockdown, so there's two challenges, the NHS challenges together. But an email off the NHS this week, thanking me for all my hard efforts. Uh, I think they're going to do something on their website. Spoke to Frank's manager as well. He said, you're doing a grand job. Uh, and obviously we're raising money for Frank Bruno Foundation, which supports mental health, well-being. Uh, and we've all been there, you know, and Frank probably appreciate that more than anyone. So go out. It's on Spotify, iTunes. The video's on YouTube, England Together, charity single. Please go out and buy it. It's going to all proceeds go to both charities. Thank you.
Yeah, guys, so everyone get behind it, you know. Be great if we get a black country bloke, uh, top of the charts. So get behind it. It was right, Clever. Yeah, thank, thanks for giving us a, you know, you know, great to get it on there and get out there. And the interview's been great. So, and you're saying on. you're grandbaby. Oh, yeah, come in, but Tyler Jones, Tyler, I don't know if you're watching, <laughs> but this will get you, Tyler. Everybody's talking about Tyler Jones. I mean, he's, he's only seven. I mean, the expression star I'm talking about, if Stabby's news. Yeah. Everybody's talking about, and then the journey, the, I did BBC WM Saturday, and everybody's talking about Tyler Jones. So come on, Tyler. Come on, England, but come on, Taylor. I'm, I'm so proud. I've been about your whole birthday. Yeah, I'm so proud. I mean, he's only seven, and uh, he's a natural in front of the camera. He looks showing on. <laughs> and his wife, he's doing his Peter. I'm trying to get it to Peter Crouch, you see. So, Peter, <laughs> if you're listening, Tyler Jones wants to meet you, you know, you're his hero. So, come on, he'll do a bit of the, the scar dance or the robot dance, whatever you do. And if you if you do want to come on a podcast, Pete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter Crouch, if you're listening, come on, Black Country. These guys are the best, Pete. Come on. <laughs> And Steve, Steve noticed the Boris Johnson look-alike as well. <laughs> oh, brilliant, like you know. He's making a living, Stephen, like you know. <laughs> well, Steve, it has been an absolute pleasure, bruv, having you on. Oh, uh, just before I ask you your quote of the day, next week we've got oh, Chris and Roger, hopefully going to be coming on, talking about the hard work that they do. They do a, a podcast themselves, but I forgot it because I'm useless. But they're going to be talking about um having a stroke and the work that happens they work with this organization that helps to work with people who've had strokes so it's brilliant and to find out more hopefully they're coming on next tuesday so steve any quotes or sayings that have helped you get through life yep Dell boy you know they always say laughter is the best medicine of course when you're feeling down don't reach for your tablets reach for only fools and horses never stop believing Dell boy and every time i'm down i put that up lifts me out straight away Thank you. So until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Ta-ra a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta-ra a bit. Listen, listen, listen.